Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith and giving out some helpful tips to help you when you feel anxious. Wow. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy that you are here. Uh, We love getting the chance to visit you on this podcast every week, and today we got a great topic uh, we're going to be jumping into. But before that, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to visit our website, uh, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. There, you can sign up for our newsletter and get all of our latest and greatest content, including these podcasts, all of our video exercise library that grows every week and uh, delivered to your inbox. So it's a great way for us to stay in touch with you and vice versa. Um, So today's topic, we're talking about some helpful tips to help you get through feeling anxious. Yes. Right. And and that's kind of (laughs) something that everybody has felt at one point or another, but what what kind of brought this to your attention, Meredith, as far as this, um, making it a topic? Yeah, so this came about as an article that uh, came up in an email that I got from a, a gym. And I clicked on it and went through it. I said, I really like that. Um, and we talk a lot here with our Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast about um, mental health um, and all of the different arenas in that when it comes to depression, anxiety, stress, everything. Um, So I really liked this one. I thought it was good to go through maybe some tips for people. And I agreed with most of them, if not all of them, Mm -hmm. um, that were in this article. I thought, I I think this is a good good one we can share with our our audience, and Mm -hmm. I think they would enjoy it. Yeah, I agree, Mm -hmm. I agree. as always, we like to pick your brain about the experiences you've had with working with clients over the many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, has anxiousness kind of ever been a thing mm-hmm. with with them? Have they ever shared to you feelings of anxiety? Uh, is there, you know, a correlation mm-hmm. with the way that they felt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, I've said this a million times, if not more. One of those in my head thoughts was dealing with older people, they're going to be stress-free, uh, living the life, mm-hmm. um, no problems, no anxiety, right? Of course not. Because right. <laughs> um, they're, they're retired and they're, they can make their own schedule and everything's just great, right, for them. Um, quite the opposite. When I got to know um, most of the, the residents, places that I, I was working, um, and a lot of anxiety. Um, I, I tend to, I saw it more in females, but they were more vocal about things going on in their life, where I don't think the men were as open to talking about those types of things with me. Um, so, but yes, I saw a lot of anxiety um, 
going on, unfortunately, um, in many people. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, there's a lot of it <laughs> in in older people as well as young, which uh-huh. is yeah. That's really interesting because that is a, a generalization that I think a lot of people think mm-hmm. when it comes to people who are retired, right, and who live this great retired life, mm-hmm. no stress. I mean, isn't that what wake retirement is supposed you to be? Want. That's what I used to think. Yeah, you don't have to worry about work. You can wake up at <laughs> noon if you wanted to and stay up till whenever. And you're just doing whatever you want all day. Wow, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. No, actually, it doesn't now that I'm older, actually. Um, but back when I used to think about it, yeah, I thought that sounds amazing. There just would be no stress involved and no anxiety at all in that life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... <laughs> right. Again, come to get to know people <laughs> and how it is when you get a little bit older, obviously. Um, yeah, it, it's unfortunately anything but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's, you know, as we get into our tips and whatnot, um, what is the difference between stress mm. and anxiety? Or right. are they the same? <laughs> What's what's the correlation there? I think that, um, I, I'm sure I should have looked it up. There's probably an actual great definition for stress versus the definition of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think they can go slightly hand in hand. I think anxiety sometimes is a little more overwhelming because um, it's all-encompassing of bigger things that are going on in your life, so it's hard to get through that. Not as deep as a depression, but where stress you can kind of work through it in a way. It might just be a a singular problem that you just have to get over and then the stress goes away. Like say you're sitting in traffic and you're just stressed because you're not going to make it to your doctor's appointment on time, even though you end up getting there on time. Where anxiety is more of, I am anxious that I even have to drive the car to get to the doctor's appointment. I don't even want to go to to see what they're going to say, to know if I'm diagnosed with something, to, and anxiety is just taking over. Right. That type of thing. Right. <laughs> right. That, yeah. <laughs> is it more, so, is anxiety more like fear-based? You know, yeah, where stress I guess can be it could be. Based yeah. On other things, but anxiety, yeah, anxiety might fear? be more of a fear base. Where I know a lot of anxiety with people that I've spoken with, um, trying... With things going on, like what what is my purpose now? I'm anxious about what I'm supposed to be doing now mm. that I am retired, now that my kids are gone, um, now that I don't have a schedule, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that can be more of a um, <laughs> anxious over uh, those types of situations, maybe, Um which can be stressful also. But anxiety, I think if people are listening to this and they... Most likely, if you've had anxiety, you know the difference between stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So um, you'll definitely know that there's, there is a difference in the feelings that you get in your heart rate, in your gut, and you just can't, you just, yeah, <laughs> have to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. yeah. And I like to acknowledge that we have mm-hmm. a very uh, stressed out dog, I think, outside I can the window. hear, yes. Uh, possibly <laughs> it's not anxious. Ours, unfortunately, not our but, So if yeah. that's coming across, we apologize. Sorry. <laughs> Perfect example of anxious. Yes, anxious yeah. Puppy now there you go. There. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, good. so anyway, as far mm-hmm. as the feelings of anxiousness, um, it is a physical thing, obviously. Right. And people have explained it as it just can just come up come up out of nowhere right. sometimes. Right. right. Like you'll be fine one minute 
and the next minute you just feel you're overwhelmed, overwhelmed. with it. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's an interesting feeling. I mean, have you heard people uh, describe that to you? Um, oh yes, clients that you've worked with. Yes, have and and mm-hmm. you know. Have they felt it's, like that about exercise? Well, not necessarily exercise, but it's kept them from exercising mm, um, because point, they just point. felt debilitated and didn't want to do anything. Um, again, it's not like depression. It's not where you just want to curl up in bed and can't, don't want to do anything. It's it's a different feeling and emotion. Um, so as we are talking about this, reminders... <laughs> That we're not doctors or physicians in any any way. Mm-hmm. If you do think you have any type of anxiety or depression or anything, please make sure you're reaching out to um, someone and talking to them, whether it be a therapist, whether it be your primary care physician that can help you get the help that you need, etc. So reminders for that. I always want to make sure people know mental health is of the utmost importance to me. Um, and for people of all ages. So making mm-hmm. sure you're getting the help that you need. If you're listening to this saying, I feel these, I don't know how to get out of it. So, um, but yes, anxiety is a big thing with um, many people to the point that, yeah, it debilitates them from wanting to come to the workout. Um, and a lot of times it's not, they don't want to leave their house. It's I have to go to that social situation and there's so many people there and they're going to want to talk and then it gets loud and there's so much going on. I just, I just want to stay in my place um, and not leave it. It's more of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Again, most people have probably felt it. So they know exactly what we're talking about. If you haven't, you're very fortunate. Um, But it's a different kind of feeling that you get, uh, a lot of people will start sweating and shake. And um, so those are the really, really uh, extreme cases, people who get anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Yeah, and it seems, as you mentioned, it seems like it can block you in all aspects, emotionally, mentally, physically. Right, right, exactly. And lead to further problems down the road, if not taken care of. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so let's let's jump into some of the helpful tips here. Yes. Uh, you know that we have. If you do feel like this for whatever reason you may be going through, right? Um, you know what 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 can help you. So what uh, what do we have on deck here? So the first one that's on this list of like I said, um, this article that I found is take a long walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I think going for a walk or even just getting outside. I think you can take the long word out. Um, taking a walk, I think, is great for clearing your head. Um, to get outside, whether you're in the city or the country, um, just to have the f- quote-unquote fresh air, <laughs> no matter where you live, um, possibly some sunshine or seeing the shining of the moon if it's at night, mm. um, hearing the wind, hearing the birds, the leaves falling maybe from the trees, um, smell the grass, whatever it is. Um, taking a walk can clear your head in a different way. Um, make you not so focused on what is making you anxious. Um, a lot of times anxiety can be things that are surrounding us where we are living or where we're at. So being able to step away from that momentarily is really, really important. Um, and, and getting that, that fresh air, so to speak. So again, taking a walk, I'll say it doesn't have to be long, even if you just step outside of your home and go down your driveway, if you have a driveway, 
Um, if you live in a community and you're in the apartment style type where you are only inside, you had to have to take a really long walk to get outside. Um, just going outside of your your home and going up and down the hallway a couple of times mm-hmm. does help to clear the head, breathing, um, all of that. Yeah, that's so a great yes. that's a great tip. I mean, it's it's very easy. Right. <laughs> just go outside, get some walk, get some fresh air. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that tip. Um, what uh, what else do we have on deck? So the second one they have is meditate. Um, and for this one, I like this, meditate. Um, not everybody meditates or when they hear that word, it scares them. Um, breathing is the way I like to also put the another word uh, for meditate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking time to stop and just focus on your breath. So a lot of the workouts that we do are stretching workouts, but especially our posture balance stretch workouts. I like to start the first couple of moments of those workouts with if it's available closing your eyes or just making your gaze a little bit smaller and taking big deep inhales and exhales really focusing on the breath focusing on the here and now Mm, and the mm -hmm. things we can control in our life so um with meditation it is kind of a meditative thing that's what you're doing you're you're stopping it doesn't mean you can block out everything in the world that's we're humans we cannot do that our brains were not made to do that um so but taking time to listen to your own breath deep inhales and deep exhales um time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow we cannot predict what will happen in the future but we at regent university aim to prepare you for it with world-class professors in over 150 programs The opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 helps to a lot of times when you go through anxiety anxiety episodes you um your breath changes you don't even realize it it becomes slow uh, becomes faster breaths so they're smaller you're taking smaller inhales and exhales um because your heart rate is going up mm-hmm. so just remembering to um, slow it down, slow the heart rate down, slow the brain down, listen to those long, deep inhales and exhales, and and listen to your breath, or in this, meditate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what? I think it's good. Yeah, I think meditation probably gets mm-hmm. a bad rap. It does. Uh, it does. Because someone will ask me, do you meditate? And I go, no. I can't meditate. I can't just sit there because we think we just have to sit there in our own thoughts for 30 minutes or not think at all. Um, We we picture, uh, you know, a a Buddhist temple where they're all sitting around and meditating for hours a day. Come to find out, I read a book that, you know, they do that. Yes, but they don't 
just clear their minds of everything. Mm -hmm. um, they're still thinking. <laughs> We're thinking in clarity, though. We're listening to breath. It's very different. But to think that I even say, I don't meditate. I, I don't have time for that, and I can't do that. I'm not built that way. But we all do in different ways. Don't we all stop sometimes and go, okay, I need to take a breather. Mm -hmm. Let me think about this in a different way. That's a form of meditation. It may only be for 30 seconds, but um, trying to take that time, especially when we are anxious and going through an episode of anxiety, to stop and listen to our breath and call it meditation, if you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and like you mentioned, a lot of folks give us feedback on the exercise videos that you have where you do go through that breathing exercise first right. and you do say clear your mind. Uh, a lot of people are very responding, responsive to that. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's good yeah, because they, they don't realize how important it is, basically. I think that's what it comes down to. People don't realize the importance until they do it, and then they go, wow, that it felt good. Mm -hmm. It actually made me think about the here and now, not what I was like years ago or my vision of what I'm supposed to be in the future. I'm here like this right now. I'm mm. going to be present in this moment, positive in this moment. And now let's take it from here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very yeah. calming. It kind of helps center people before they're about to exercise or stretch right. or whatever. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Great. Yeah. Great tip. Mm -hmm. Great tip. Uh, what else do we have? Then they have journaling. Um, okay. Journal. Yeah which we've talked about in different ways, writing down things, whether it be your exercising that you're doing. So keeping that scheduled and, and writing things down, but journaling in a sense of if you're having feelings about something, writing those emotions and those feelings down, getting them out on paper. I still am a pencil and paper kind of person. Um, it's a way for me to get things out when I write them down, but it makes me personally memorize them easier when I write them down on paper rather than a lot of people love writing things in their um, computers and their iPads or different yeah devices that they have. Um, and that works for them and they're, they can do that and it, and it works. But when I think of journaling personally, I think of writing things out um, that you're feeling and going through so you can a lot of times get those emotions out, put them onto paper, mm -hmm. um, read them, know that they're valid and true, but you're going to get through those feelings um, as anxious as you feel as you're writing them uh, about the entire whatever it is, situation or whatever, know that you'll be able to get through it. You can see it visually now. Um, in your journal, and it's a great way to go back in the future, looking back at your journal and say, see, I did go through this before, and I did great writing. Maybe you wrote something after saying, this is what I did. I took a long walk, and I felt a lot better. Maybe I should do that today, you know, things like that. So journaling helps get emotions out. Um, if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone, or you don't have anyone to talk to, um, talking out loud isn't doing it, even if it's just to yourself or your animal. <laughs> Journaling, mm -hmm. getting it out, reading it, um, and having it there for you. Yeah. yeah, and there have been scientific studies that correlate, you know, writing things down as downloading from your mind yes. onto the paper yeah. to help clear your mind. Right. So you get those thoughts out, like exactly. you mentioned. 
and and it, it allows you to just really download. They say you should do it maybe before you go to bed. Yes, every night mm-hmm. and get it off. You know, get all get your head straight. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I remember my grandparents every night went to their desks after dinner, um, and sat at their individual little desks that they had and wrote down their days. Um, whether it be got up, ate this, went to work, everything. My grandfather mm. was very meticulous about, he was an engineer, very meticulous about writing every every detail. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was more of the feelings part. So it was, you know, made this for, his name was Eugene, for Gene. And he got home and then the kids did this and and I felt like this, and it was a great day. I felt mm. happy. You know, those types of things. Beautiful, though, to read now um, as we got older. Uh, but I loved to see them go and do that because it was kind of their, also to me, almost a meditative thing that they were doing. It was them taking their time, breathing, thinking about their day, getting it all out, then coming back to the present moment. Because a lot of times I know they were very stressed um, I can only imagine back in the day when you had to cook everything from scratch and you had little kids and you had to have dinner on the table by the time that man walked in the door and he, she did it. <laughs> uh, everything was ready and he just came in and sat down. But he was stressed and, you know, working downtown and had to take the train home. And yeah, so, yeah, you know that they had to decompress in different ways, but both equally important, and they did it, and then they were good for the evening, where they always would have a cup of tea and a cookie at night before going to bed. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, That's great. it's great. So journaling is just a wonderful thing, no matter how you use it. But, yeah, to get those, like you said, those feelings out and those things onto paper is mm-hmm. really important. Yeah, and you, you end up downloading a lot of things that – make you feel anxious you know, yes you can't exactly get it out. and then that that you know contributes to that anxiety mm-hmm. possibly you write the yes. issues you're feeling right? definitely um wow we're on a roll here great yes. tips so far <laughs> what what do we got next? i'm gonna skip around a little bit so i'm gonna go to one where it says talk to a friend because i think this one just for time's sake i want to make sure we get that in mm-hmm. um remembering to reach out to talk to someone um, it doesn't have to be a friend. It could be your partner or spouse. It could be um, a family member, a loved one, friend, if that's around. It could be, if you live in a community, the uh, fitness director. Hey, now, <laughs> someone like that. Yeah. Um, someone who works there um, that has, uh, you know, always open to listening to someone and um, possibly giving advice. You know, a lot of times we're told not to give any advice. We have to advise to go to someone and we'll lead you in the direction of someone else. But um, getting that out in a different way. If you don't want to write it down or that doesn't work for you, speaking the words, especially if it's a loved one, a friend, something like that, knowing that you're not alone, um, but knowing that there's always an ear there to listen. So I think when we become the person who's listening to someone else's anxiety, we always want to say, oh, I understand. I know what you're going through. Where we really need to remember that we're just listening. And that's what the person needs. Um, So they stay open to what they're saying. Because as soon as we go, oh, I know what you mean. A lot of times I've done it myself when someone says that and I have more I want to say, I think, well, if they already know what I'm going through, which they don't, 
I'm not going to say anymore because then they'll think it's too much. Mm -hmm. um, so as the receiver of um, information, possibly when someone's anxious or going through something, so just listening, just having that, that open ear, knowing that uh, they just want to talk and then remembering if you are the one talking to someone to just talk, tell all the truths that you have um, so you can get it all out. It's very important. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And hopefully you have someone that you can talk to. Yeah. Because it's sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it is. you don't feel like you have that person. Right. Um, right. So we're saying talk to a friend, family, loved one. But then at the beginning, remember I said, if you need a therapist, something yeah. wrong with that. Um, your primary care physician might be a good person that you can talk to, or they are ones who can get you in contact with the right person to talk to. So knowing there's always someone that will listen. Um, uh, just finding the right one that you're comfortable with. Right. right. <laughs> Very important. Um, mm -hmm. Great. Great. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, let's see. Reminders of diet and drinking water, I think, mm. are really good. Because I know mm. a lot of times we get anxious. So a lot of times people will either overeat, eat the wrong foods, or stop eating. Um, your brain doesn't work well with all of those. <laughs> um, and when your brain is out of whack and it's not thinking straight, it amplifies everything that's going on. So if you're skipping meals, your brain is starving, your body's starving, your, it, it it messes things up. Um, if you're eating a bunch of sugar and ingesting caffeine and alcohol and things that it's, your brain is not going to think straight. It's going to, again, over amplify the um, issues at hand. Um, sugary foods, all of that. So, and not drinking water. Again, that kind of goes along with it. If you just aren't drinking and your, your brain is starving, basically, you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself in the diet portion as well when you're going through these anxiety, uh, anxious episodes. Mm -hmm. So eating your good diet, trying to stay scheduled with it, it does help when we stay scheduled um, when we have anxiety and um, drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated will help keep up your energy levels, will help keep your brain nourished, all of that good stuff. So you can think more clearly um, and how to get through these situations that you're going through. Mm -hmm. So proper diets and hydration. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> you brought this one up because I don't think mm -hmm. that we think about that right. when we're having these issues with anxiety. Yeah. I don't think that we think, oh yeah, I should be watching my diet or at least trying to eat healthy and right. taking water. Um yeah, I don't. I just don't think it's on the radar for a lot of people. Right. Oh no, I think it's probably one of those that we just kind of yeah put to the side and don't think about because we don't. It's crazy to me. I don't think we realize how important food and water are still. <laughs> right. We talk about or we talk about exercise and we talk about yeah. Of course, we need to sleep. We don't even look at sleep as important either. Um, we forget about them when we're going through things. Um, but they're super important. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and what else do we got to finish mm -hmm. round out this amazing yeah, list? That we got I'll give here? another. I like this one is listening to music. Hey, um, I like that one. Yeah. Cause we can go for long walks, but sometimes we're still stuck in our thoughts. We can try and meditate or journal, but we're still stuck in those thoughts and it might, it might be amplifying them, right? Cause we're just thinking about them even more possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, Listening to music, putting on our favorite songs, 
um, our favorite artist, however it is, our favorite classical music playlist of some kind, uh, whatever it is that you like, we can zone out to that. Music is so therapeutic in so many ways, I don't think we give it credit for it. <laughs> we put on a song and we think, oh yeah, we can tap our foot to it. Or, But think about how happy it makes us. Think about how certain songs bring us to whole different places in our lifetimes. Things like that. Remembering that music is such a great way to kind of zone out and meditate in a different way. To get our heads clear, um, to think about other things, to to let it uh, just go into that, whether it be a song with lyrics or just music. Um, we become sometimes a different person. It wakes up a whole different part of us when that music is on, if it's something we really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So remembering that, turn that music on and listen to your favorite, again, artist, album, playlist, whatever it is. Um, it will help kind of get over some of those feelings that you're having, get you through them. Um, and uh, remembering you always have music to go back to is a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially nowadays where you can just pretty much cue up your favorite Anything. song that you <laughs> ever exactly. want to hear. Exactly. Every, any moment. Yeah. At any time. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of uh, interesting tools there. Yes. Uh, well, hopefully this this episode has kind of helped you uh, with your feelings of anxiety, if you have them, or someone you may know. Uh, these are some great tips, and um, we find them very interesting and and helpful to people, and that's what we want to help hopefully do is help you in as many aspects of uh, your life as possible and also don't forget to share your stories with us if you'd like to do that you know you can go to our facebook page you can always email us if you'd like to be more confidential (laughs) Um, we are here to help and feelings of anxiety uh, can be very difficult to deal with especially if it's a real problem so but uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, don't forget to swing by our, our uh, website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and sign up for our newsletter. Get our content delivered to you every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, until the next episode, mm-hmm. we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.